Hello and welcome to the Blue Collar Business Podcast. On this show, we talk about the highs and the lows of the reality of being in a hard business and how you might overcome and improve. And now, your host, Bryson Turner. What is going on, guys? Welcome back to the Blue Collar Business Podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Um, this episode, I'm Bryson Turner. I'm going to be your guys' host today. Um, and so today's actually going to be a little bit different. We'll jump right into it now. Today's going to be a little bit different. It's not going to be like the the average, uh, here's the life update, or here's the um, the motivation, or here's the information, or whatever. Uh, this episode, I compiled, um, it, it sounds a little bit depressing, but I, I compiled um, kind of like the the bad things that have happened this year, right? So this this episode's titled something along the lines of, it's not always a highlight reel. Um, and so that's something that's said a lot in the industry. But I mean, a lot of those people that say it's not always a highlight reel never really show you when it's not a highlight reel. The only person I can really, the only two people that I can really think of, um, actually, I'm not, just not going to name names. There are certain people that say that. And there's for sure the, the biggest preachers of it often do show their non-highlight reel. But you'll always see something like, oh, it's not always a highlight reel, like whatever. But no, nobody's actually willing to show when it's not a highlight reel. So um, today's going to be a little bit of just, uh, I guess, that. Um, and again, I run a relatively small operation to probably what the majority of people listening, if you have a business, uh, run, because I'm, I mean, I'm still in high school and that's not an excuse for like not having a big business, but it's fine. I'm just not there yet. I also just moved here four months ago, five months ago. And so, um, that is still something that I'm working on scaling up. So I, again, I've had a business in Florida, but, uh, here's a new thing. So, uh, I, Update from last episode, um, I, when, when I kind of just got like, gypped on the trailer, um, I went back and essentially I did not get the trailer. They they said, oh, we can't really. Well, they said like, oh, yeah, well, we can sell you that one. Then we went back inside and he goes, oh, uh, actually, that's my only 6x10 trailer. So uh, don't, don't worry about me, man. I already have a, a storage unit booked for the trailer and everything, and they're wondering when I'm going to move in uh, for when I start paying. But, I mean, just, just don't worry about me, right? It's, it's fine. Um, so another... <laughs> terrifying thing happened. Well, this is where the, the things will get into the podcast. Some things have happened with the truck this year. Um, and it's been fairly awful. not going to lie. Um, there's just been, I mean, one was my fault. One was just, it's a 17 year old truck, uh, things that, uh, the previous owners had done to it caused this problem. So we'll go back to, I think this was probably, let me think. This was probably February, January, February, probably late February, early March. Um, time frame is when this first thing. This is like the first awful thing that happened this year. So um, I probably I might I may have told this story before, but I'm not 100 percent sure. Um, it was something that I was planning on telling on the podcast with John before he left. Um, so. Long story short, I was working with my employees. It had been a great day. Um, well, actually, it had been a great. The first job was a great day. The second job we were at was uh, it, the the actual. So it's it Pine Straw, right? Because we lived in Florida. Um, that's not really a thing in Colorado at all. In fact, it's removing Pine Straw, which we'll talk about next uh, episode. But putting down Pine Straw and like the the springish because there's obviously not any snow. So just getting like the the beds and stuff like that tidied up for the the year um, is something that I mean, many people do. We put down. Probably hunt like probably over 150 rolls of pine straw this year, and a roll is 2.25 of the bales. Um, for for example, so uh, we put down a lot of rolls of pine straw this year, and I'm just trying to think. That job was going actually. I think the actual install went well, but I think that. Um, what I didn't plan for is cleaning up. Uh, so there's these things called crepe myrtles in the south, uh, and there's just like these like sticks. Like, there's like these trees that like only have sticks for most of the year, and sometimes they have leaves in the spring. Um, 
but they only have sticks and they have to be cut back every year because they anyway just to like look good um and we cut those back and there was just a ton of them like i just didn't plan for all this stuff and so i was basically this job was like literally three doors down from my house and so what i just had my employee do is one employee went and picked up the other employee they came and parked by my house um and my, the way my house is it's like on the corner so there's a parking space like there's kind of like an area to park not like technically, but you can fit there, um, right outside the, the, the driveway. So I'm backing into this driveway spot, going to just like dump some of the debris at my house. That way it's no longer at the customer's house. Cause I can deal with it once it's at my house, but just rather it not be at the customer's house. Right. So I'm backing up into my driveway and I'm looking at, again, I live with my parents cause I'm 17. I'm looking at my dad's truck and I'm like, okay, don't hit the new truck. 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 Over and over and over in my head, like, okay, let's just focus on that. Let's get in the driveway, get to this little area where I dump the stuff, and let's not hit my dad's truck. And so I'm looking at my dad's truck. I'm like, okay, we're not going to hit it. And all of a sudden, the car comes to a screeching halt. I'm probably going like four miles an hour, but it comes to a screeching halt, and there's just a crunch. And... At, at, all, like, at first I was like what just happened but it just all like within milliseconds it came flooding in and I was like oh my gosh my employee's jeep is parked right there and I just went taillight to taillight with it backing into my driveway and it was it my truck's still not fixed because we like the initial quotes on it were outrageous and we we're like I would just do this ourselves and we just haven't got around to it yet However, his Jeep was fixed. That was $900. Um, and then my truck is looking to be somewhere in the neighborhood. If we do it ourselves, we could probably keep it around like under $2,500. But if we get it fixed professionally, it's probably going to be somewhere in the neighborhood of four grand to fix everything. Um, which that that also includes the tailgate that's needed to be fixed um, for a while. Just because like some of the it, that, that part's literally it's just 17 years old like some of the internals and stuff like that of the tailgate, like the little wires are just like bending and that it's just not working well anymore. In fact, I have to use a screwdriver to open it. So I hit this, this Jeep and I'm just like, Oh my, it just like this, this, this wave floods over me. of like, it's over my, my, my life's over. Cause that day, I mean, I think I was, I think I probably profited on that day. Like uh, somewhere in the ballpark of I maybe, I have no idea. This was earlier this year. Maybe I've been, I profited like a thousand bucks from that uh, possibly. Um, but obviously the total damage done is going to be like four to $5,000 um, in vehicle repair. And so it sucks. It's so, it's so awful. Um, it's so annoying. And I mean, it was and then, like I could see my employees down the street. They saw it. Like it was like that's how down the street it was. Like they literally saw it. Like they heard it and then looked over and they're like, huh, oh crap. Because it was one of my employees' car. And so they sprint down and it's like, what What do you do there? How do you face your employee and go, oh yeah, just, just hit your car? Um, and so if originally I saw it and didn't look that bad. And then they were like, no, look, this side panel's popping off. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is proving to be quite awful. Um, and so. That was the first things of the truck this year. The second one, one that I was zero prepared for, one that was zero my fault. Um, so basically the way the truck is, it's lifted a couple inches. Um, that's just how it was before I bought the truck. Uh, when I bought the truck, I mean, I had my business, but it wasn't like as crazy as it is now. So I would have bought a completely different truck before, but it's like a, it's a Tacoma with a five-foot bed. It's literally the most unideal probably truck for 
but it's we're, we're working with it because it's not the operation's not big enough to warrant like oh let's get a new truck um so anyway i uh i le- i've been learning how to do sprinklers recently um because that's something that i've been wanting to get into but for anybody who's not in sprinklers and even pe- for people that are in sprinklers it seems just so daunting uh, before you start getting into it, and it still is daunting after getting into it. And I mean, I've hardly done anything. I am by no means uh, an expert or even super knowledgeable on sprinklers. I know how to run the timer, run the solenoids from the ground thing, uh, and replace sprinklers, shut off sprinklers. I learn how. To bl- I don't even know how to blow out sprinklers yet. Um, I know like the the different like the differences between different kinds of sprinklers. But, like, really, I don't know much past that. I know, like, enough for simple repair. So I did a simple repair. It was most of the day, and it was, like, 25 degrees outside. My hands were freezing off. Got wet, was freezing cold and wet. And I, by the end of the day, I was like, oh, I just cannot wait to go home, take a hot shower, and just probably at that point just go to bed. And, of course, what happens on the way home, right? I'm going probably, I think it's like 80 miles an hour down the interstate. The speed limit's like 75, right? So I'm, I'm fairly legal. 80 miles an hour down the interstate, and all of a sudden, uh, I can almost perfectly replicate the sound I heard from coming from the back of my truck. My entire truck starts vibrating, and I hear, do 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 And I'm like, hold, hold what? It's just no, no, no warning, nothing like that. Not like a squeak, anything, just... Boom, 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 boom. And so I pull over to the side of the road real quick. I'm in the middle lane. I get to all the way to the right lane, pull over on the side of the road. And it's like, okay, what's going on? And I stop, I push the brake, and it's still doing it. So I'm like, oh my gosh, this has got to be an engine problem. So I turn off the car, and it stops. So at that point, I'm thinking like, oh my gosh, this is an engine problem. So I I, I don't remember if I called my dad first or if I went out and saw what happened first. Uh, I think I went out and saw what happened in my drive shaft had just, and I'm going to say like a technical, it sheared at the U-bolt, and I didn't know what that was before this happened, so you probably know, won't know what it is either. Basically, the drive shaft, kind of where like it, go, like the end of the drive shaft, where it kind of like you would imagine it connects to the gearbox and the in the rear to, to connect to like the rear axle, right? Right there, the U-bolt had sheared, like basically the thing connecting it had sheared, and my drive shaft was still spinning because the car was still in drive, was still spinning while I was in the interstate. So that was the boom, boom, boom. Was it just spinning around, hitting the ground, knocking itself up, probably hitting the top of like the, the underside of my car, going down again, hitting boom, 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 boom. And so that's why it's dead, that kept booming, if for lack of a better term, uh, whenever I got to the side of the road. It's like, oh my gosh, what do I do here? So we ended up getting a tow truck out. Um, and so that was fantastic. I that happened like an hour, like two hours later, I was home, still cold, still wet, still everything. Like, no, like once the car's off, you can't turn it back on uh because the drive shaft will start going again. So you can't like turn the car back on. Um and so that it was it was quite awful, actually. Um uh I it was it was bad, and it's going to be really expensive to fix. And um, thankfully, I have hit. I've mentioned in previous episodes like the revenue goals I have for like this next year because I mean revenue goal like to reach certain thing that should be that's something that I probably will be able to announce within the next uh, month or so month 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 max two months probably ish. Um, just something I'll be able to announce and. So, I, I mean, I've hit those financial goals, and now, like, I mean, I guess the rest of my revenue this year is going towards that. Um, and so between fixing the truck, I already have stuff set aside for that. Um, that was part of the revenue goal. And then fixing the truck now with the drive shaft, uh, that's also a new added 
monkey wrench into the equation. Um, however, it was just, it was more like happy to be alive because the, the, the place where it sheared off, if it had kept like hitting up and down and like for some reason that hit my, my gas, like the underside of my gas tank and stuff like that. And the, and, uh, under my car and it made like a hole or something whenever I stopped and it kept doing it if there was like gas leaking or whatever and this thing's hitting the ground there could have been like sparkage and stuff like that and then my, my car blows up which is obviously like a, fa a rather like uh, I guess unlikely scenario however it's always a scenario and so that was that was I mean the truck is like it's it's in rough shape I think I get it back tomorrow which would be one week from when it got uh it broke on a Friday afternoon, so they weren't able to start working on it till Monday. We had to order a custom drive shaft because the way the lift was, it was like putting extra tension in the front, so they have to lower the lift on the front, um, which I I thought it was the same lift all the way through. I thought it was three inches all the way through, but apparently in the back it was three, in the front it was six. So without knowing it, I was gay and owned a squatted truck. Um, so that was interesting, but it didn't like it didn't ever look squatted. So it's going to be like the same amount now, um, and it hopefully they had to like custom make a drive shaft. So it better, it better work. It better be fixed. Um, so that was, that, that was truck issues this year. Um, another issue, like not even issue, like just possibly the biggest hit to my, um, my business this year, like something that if I, if this hadn't happened, then like covering that covering like the, all the truck stuff, anything would have been zero problem with still hitting my financial goals. And that is, uh, moving. And I know I've talked about this before, but moving was the single and in the long run, it may be better for the business just cause here, I mean, you, there's, it's kind of a give and take, right? Um, in Florida, it's a year-round business. You can do like fall services, stuff like that, picking up, like just keep like general maintenance. The mowing season's longer, whatever. Here, there's stuff like zero scaping uh, and snow in addition to like the 20 something maintenance week. And so snow is something that I've already, we've already started with. Um, it's November 2nd or 3rd, I think second one, this episode's being recorded and that we have already had our first snow in Colorado. Um, the 10 day looks absolutely clear, but there was one on like the 20 or like the 28th of last month or something like that. Um, and so snow is something that is a positive. However, it's just different, right? And so I'm not saying that the, the seasonalities of the business are what wrecked um, kind of like my revenue this year. And it was just moving, like moving. There's like zero explanation needed almost literally moving from where you have tons of customers in your database. I mean, it probably had 200 people in my database where I could send out an email for X thing and I'd get five back the next, like the same day of, Hey, I need, I, I want to quote for this service. Most people have used me before and it's, it's like, okay, well it's most likely to be approved. Right. So just send out an email and boom, you have hundreds, if not thousands in revenue just right there too. I moved here and I had zero customers. Uh, and I've worked my way up to 60, probably some people in my database, just between aeration, stuff like that. Um, and we're getting into fall cleanups as well, which has been a good uh, booster for contacts uh, in, in the CRM. But we're just moving, right? Because like everybody in Florida, everybody, a lot, many people knew how I was. I was gaining new customers on the weekly. Uh, when I got here, I did not start gaining customers until really like aeration is when things started to pick up. And then I got like the, the large zero scape and then I have fall cleanups and stuff like that. The nice thing about being in fall is you don't have to be here in spring to book fall cleanups. You have to be in spring, spring to get most of your mowing people. But as soon as you move to fall in the winter and stuff like that, it's not as big of a deal. You get almost just like you started fresh at the beginning of the season. 
but it was still, I mean, I had to work for, I mean, this was kind of a blessing because I learned how to do a lot of things, but I had to learn, I had to just work for a different landscape company because I was so bored. I was like developing depression just out of like just zero, like a lack of things to do, just giving myself depression, just like doing nothing. And so I literally started just working for a different company. I was like, oh, 18 bucks an hour, but whatever, I'm gaining knowledge. Um, but moving, I mean, it's just, it was the biggest hit to the business, obviously, this year. And then just the one last thing, um, and I know I've talked about this before, but for any like listeners who may not have heard the episode, um, I got this like five-acre property or whatever, and this was this was not something that was like a detrimental thing to the business. It was just like, oh, the joys, right? Um, and I guess another one you could add on is the lady who um, was trying to get me to like scam her husband or whatever. Uh, if you're not familiar with that story, go back and listen to like, episode 11 or episode 10 i think both of them cover that um basically this lady was wanting me to write a fraudulent check and then she wrote bad reviews for something for me not doing something we told her we weren't going to do from the beginning basically um it was never something that was included estimate anything like that and she like started writing bad reviews about us whole ordeal so that could be something of like oh the joys but then also an oh the joys moment was when i had this five acre property uh, i bought a I, I bought a hundred dollar john deere mower from a friend right it was it was something that like the mower was probably worth more than a hundred bucks but they just sold it to me for a hundred bucks because like friends right and so again right a hundred bucks you have to you have to know that's going to break down right i just didn't think it was going to break down on within like the first five hours of me using it. And so, and I mean, the, the mower had like 500 hours on it or something like that. Uh, and it was a John Deere tractor mower. And within the first five hours, it, uh, so I think the, the problem, main problem with it, I think we decided was the gas was bad. And so it just kept like stopping. And so that was just a constant frustration throughout the day. And then later the spark plug, spark plug blew. And it was late enough where, um, like going it, it's in, out in like the country right so like going to a place and then coming all the way back would have been an hour trip to go get a spark plug so instead i had to take this job that was supposed to be just like one day uh, and really it was supposed to be just a couple hours for this five uh, acre mow ended up being seven acres which price has since been adjusted and everything was way overgrown in the back to so the stuff where like the stuff was like three four feet in some places where instead of like five hours it was supposed to take if it was five acres and ended up being seven uh instead of like the five hours supposed to take i think it ended up taking like 12 maybe 12 or 14 between the t- uh between uh saturday and i worked a little bit on sunday just because i had to i try not to use on sunday but like i just had to finish that up because literally we left them over there overnight in the backyard because like the spark plug blew a uh, spark plug blew um i feel like my brain's t- telling me i'm saying that wrong spark plug blew there we go and so i just had to leave it there and so that was just and also before that i completely forgot about this till right now before that, I think the reason that the spark plug was such a big deal is before that I had already, this was even bigger of a deal, honestly. Um, I don't remember, I think it was called like the, the I, I don't remember what it's called, but um, basically the thing that goes from the steering wheel, like, it's like a, it's like a, a turning, it's like a steering wheel that's flat, like if on a bus or something like that. The John Deere tractor motors, I'm sure you're uh, familiar with it. Um, and it basically literally, when you turn that, it tur- it like sticks out a bar, or retracts a bar that attaches to the wheels that makes it turn. And so one of these things are like on a ball socket and that like fell out. And so my wheels went two separate ways and the thing just broke. And so I already had to drive like an hour and a half to go get a part to fix that. And I think that's why at the end of the day, it just wasn't worth like going and getting and finishing, like finishing the three or four hours I had, cause I was already racing the sun. And then to add an, an hour onto that, to go get a spark plug or whatever, it was just not, it was not practical. 
Um, and so we weren't even able to finish it that day. And I think that's why I was so fed up is because that had also broken as well. Um, and so, I mean, three things kind of just going wrong with it throughout the day, constantly stopping. Then one time I stopped the mower and it just completely breaks. And then the next time I go over this hump where the mower blades hit some dirt and it blows the spark plug. And I now have extra spark plugs in my truck um, for that very reason. But that's about all I got for this episode. Um, I kind of just wanted to go over, like, it's, it's not always a highlight reel. And we're getting to the end of the year. It's kind of one of those, like, hey, uh, we made it through another year, right? Um, and it's not always easy. It's it's fun sometimes, I like to say, but it's not always easy. Um, and I haven't said this in a while, so I'll say it again. Uh, on, on your best day in business, you could have the best day. You could make $5,000 in profit somehow. Whatever, right? Best day ever. And you just got to keep going. It's it's nothing special. I mean, obviously, like, celebrate that night. Be like, hey, accomplishment, right? Um, but it, you have to keep going. It, there's another day tomorrow. It's just the next day. Like, this, it's, it's all you have to treat it that way. And then also, on the vice versa, you could have the worst day ever. Your drive shaft could break the same day that your mower breaks down three times. Uh, and you could get in an accident because your drive shaft broke. And you just have to figure out a way to keep going. What are you going to do, quit? You're just going to quit? Like, in some circumstances, like, for at underlying situations, sure. But, like, just because some poor, th- crappy things happen to you, you're going to quit? What, what else are you going to do? You just have to keep going. There's no point in pitting yourself. That's something that I've gotten a lot better at this year. And I think that that's been like my most improved uh, business, personal business thing, like personal that I've I've improved on personally um, with myself. I've improved on many things outside, like outwardly in the business, but I think inwardly in the business. That's the one thing I've improved on most this year is last year I would like be like, oh, pity me. Woe is me. I'm going to cry a river and like just be like, oh, really sucks that this happened to me, Bryson, right? But this year, I feel like I've done a lot better job at just being like, well, taking my own advice and just being like, well, just gotta keep going. That's it's the joys of business, right? You can't you can't have the great things and celebrate, um, and then mope around when the bad things happen. You just have to treat it all as another day. And over day to day, if you treat everything the same year to year, you increase slightly, and over your career and over your like the the lifetime of your business, you see an exponential curve. Because you in an exponential curve over thirty years, you don't see like the the five percent increase and the ten percent decrease and the five percent increase and the ten percent increase and then the three percent decrease. You don't see all those little things. It's too long of a span for that. If you look back at your career and you say, "Oh, well, there was this bad day and there's this bad," day, you're not going to remember those bad days in a year. You're not going to remember those bad days in ten years, twenty years, thirty years, forty years, whatever. So why worry about it now? There's this great chart where it's like, it's it's literally almost like stocks of over the course of the day, you go up, down, up, down, up, down, up, down, up, down. Over the course of a week, you may have like these massive spikes. Hopefully not. Like hopefully every week's not these massive upward and downward spikes, right? But some weeks might be. Um, some weeks might have a massive downward spike. Some weeks might have one massive upward spike. Still spikes there, right? In the year, you have kind of this just constant linear slow increase, and over a lifetime, you have this exponential increase where the first couple of years, it's hard, right? And then just eventually you just take off. And that's how you have to treat your business. Not, oh, we had a bad day today, good day yesterday, bad day before that, good day, good day, good day, bad day, right? It has to be, well, this is just contributing to the week 
which is contributing to the year, which is contributing to the decade, which is contributing to the lifetime of your business, the lifetime of your career. And that's how you have to treat it. That's what I'll leave you guys with today. Um, thank you guys so much for uh, joining uh, me today on this podcast. It's it's kind of becoming cool because we're getting to like the number of episodes where we're we're getting like a consistent amount per day, even on like non-upload days. And so it's it's really cool seeing like, oh, this person listened to episode four. Well, why did they listen to episode four? Uh, so anyway, thank you guys for listening uh, and we'll see you guys next time.